3: G.R. Sports Radio 550. It's time to take a look inside high school sports. Now, here's your host, Tony Caligieri. Inside High School Sports is brought to you by Minio and Sappio Italian Sausage. Taste the difference
4: quality makes. Good morning and welcome to Inside High School Sports. I'm your host, Tony Caligieri. On this rainy Saturday morning, we are talking softball today, and joining us in studio is Rich Matson of uh, Hamburg Softball and Michelle Switzer of Will North Softball. Roger's invited them in. Uh, Francis Beck and Tom Prince, WNY Athletics, in studio. Marquel Slaughter has made the trip uh, to uh, come home for a visit, so uh, we are going to say hello to Marquel in a little bit. Hey, guys. How you doing, Tony? I'm miserable. It's raining. I wanted to practice
5: today.
3: Tony, this is baseball season. I need to get out on the field, all right? Let's go. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's get out there. Anthony,
5: um, just uh, just so you know, I think you ought to be informed. I hate to be a tattletale, but uh, Kevin Hufford uh, had a choice between coming here in studio and going to Disney World with his Lancer team, and he opted not to come into studio. Yeah, I saw sh- his pictures. I think you should be aware of it. You yeah. know, I mean, let's. That's that's a buddy uh, for you. I mean, you know, Tom Ms-
4: wouldn't take us to Florida when he went down. Michelle
5: and Rich were nice enough to give up a Florida trip to come into studio, Thank you guys. and I think they You're should welcome. be. Applauded. I
4: appreciate it, though. Rich looks like he's been to Florida recently. <laughs> no, it's just... what's up with that tan, Coach?
1: Been, I, this, yeah, you know, we had some games with the sun last weekend. Um, and it kind of felt good to have a sunny day have a sunny day out there at the Will uh, Will South Tournament, so that's probably
4: how it started. Yeah, I just want more. I want sun. I want to get this thing going. I
5: have to clean my yard yet. (laughs) Yeah, I know. The top of your head is kind of pale. Is it?
4: (laughs) (laughs) Samantha must be not doing a good job uh, keeping my head, uh, you know, uh, shiny. She likes to play, uh, come on, Daddy, sit down and, uh, you know, have to go to her beauty shop and when a 6-year-old tells you you have to sit down in their beauty shop you sit down and do it and you keep your mouth shut that's how it goes. All right guys as I said we're talking softball this morning but before we do that we do have news and notes do you guys have anything uh you want to pass on uh, before we get uh get going.
5: Well I suppose I should follow up on what I told you last week about the uh you know Hartford Yard Goats with uh eliminating the Cracker Jacks and peanuts from their uh Yes, a baseball game, and even though I object to it, they also want to change the words to, uh, you know, take me out to the ball game. They want to eliminate buy me peanuts and cracker jacks, and instead of boycotting it, I feel I should make an entry just in case. You know, why not? So uh, I want to know if uh, Inside High School Sports will back me up, or I have to do this on my own. But I want to change the words to buy me Pierogi, kielbasa, Plotzak, I I don't care if I ever get back.
4: (laughs) I like that one a lot. That'd be perfect for Dingus Day.
5: So that's what it... My inspiration was Thursday. Diane and I went to the market for our annual jaunt. Only thing is we missed the tando's being closed we always after the market went to the tando's for lunch i miss that place dearly
4: Anthony. well we'll have to call bernadette pollock and uh who's organizing the dingus day parade and see if she'll buy into changing the words i think she might like that okay we sounds have some check uh, during the week by the way it's delicious it you really think? is <laughs> you think what was your first clue the first bite <laughs> i think that was it that was basically but it. you like the you like my lyrics yeah i do okay thank you very I, much i think it's got something to it and uh definitely has me hungry for some pierogi <laughs> some sauerkraut stuff one oh yeah i'll take that uh guys we do um before we get into the show uh, some sad news came along uh by us and it i would say it devastated mostly everybody in the high school community and uh the passing of uh, milt dickerson Uh, so sad and anybody that's followed uh, inside high school sports who's followed high school sports knows uh, milt's involvement with the kensington lions all-star game we've had him in studio how many times to promote the game
5: with Uh, him gone and with gene zinni gone and all that and yeah i guess the article in the paper alluded to the fact that uh milt has prepared a quote manual to work from for whenever he was going to stop being a part of it but you know, people, <laughs> I don't think were anybody who was even thinking about that realizes what they would be, the responsibility that they would be undertaking and what he's done over the years. And I just shake my head and, you know, and, of course, Gene and Milt treated me like royalty, so they're going to be sorely missed. I just hope someone is willing and able to take over what Milt did so that... It may uh, take several people, Raj. Exactly. But by committee, obviously, but... Uh, for the sake of the Kensington Lions all-star football game. And that, that's what kicks off the football season, basically. That right. and then uh, seven like part and of our summers. And, yeah, exactly. Uh, so, Milt, we dearly miss you. I was surprised. I think I saw him at uh, one of the uh, boys' basketball games at Buff State. So, uh, it, it just came as a shock because he didn't look any different than he did previously. So, I don't know what exactly went on, but... Uh, Markel, help us out here. You had some things to say about Milt. Yeah, this, um,
6: um, coincidentally, I came back this weekend because it's, it's just amazing to see how many great people I met just from being a part of this show, Tony, and um, Milt was definitely one of them. Um, I want to thank him for, I, I hope everybody recognizes what he has done for a lot of the um, children in the Western New York area, and I want to thank him for everything he's done. I, I don't think I've ever done that, um, but I guess it's better late than never. Um, he knows a few of my family members. I've had um, family members on on the Trench Trophy and the Kensington Lions right. All Star Game, and uh, they know him. They knew him very well, and they, he was a very welcoming, very nice guy. And um, I wish I could have gave him his flowers while he's still here, but. Thank you, Milt, for all you've done in for my family.
5: I mean, Art Markell's cousin was a defensive MVP, uh, what, three, four years ago?
4: Yeah, that's right. Well, I'm so sorry to hear about his passing, our thoughts and prayers with his family. and friends all right as you know every week we have our gng fitness coach of the week if you would like to nominate a coach simply go to livefit.com to nominate your coach for the gng fitness coach of the week this week's winner! Congratulations to Dennis Crowley, Depew Baseball. Three big upset ones over wins over Lancaster, Maryvale, and Nichols. Tom, you uh, last week you were gushing about Depew Baseball and the job uh, that Coach Crowley's done there.
3: I mean, Dennis is in his second year right now, and what he's done to just change the culture over there has been absolutely phenomenal. Then you add the new field they have over there to boot. Unbelievable. It was a great game to watch. You know I, I actually covered the Maryville-Depew game uh, this past week. Maryville is always going to be a tough team every single time you play them. Dennis actually went there, was missing one of his top pitchers in, in, um, in Goss. Still went out there through Pagano. Pagano throws his second game against big teams, and he wins. He throws a no-hitter one time, a three-hitter against Maryville. Unbelievable what he's doing over there with Depew. And then to be able to beat Lancaster in a 3-2 game, uh, that's the one that Goss actually pitched too. Just He really is building a culture over there, and I really believe that field is going to help people stay in Depew, and you're going to see great things more to come.
4: Last week, uh, we did our baseball preview, and we ran out of time before you could finish up, and I know you had wanted to uh, say a few things uh, about Niagara-Orleans League and the Niagara Frontier League, Uh, you know, talking about Wheatfield, Lockport. Uh, Real quickly, just give us a a quick summary of the So I,
3: I did a podcast to back this up, too, because I agree. I wanted to make sure that some of those people got some love, but the Niagara Frontier League right now is a really strong league. You've got some really good teams right now. Lockport off to a very fast start. They're putting up some runs. They really are. And then watch what Sean McKinney, Reese Perry does out of Lockport. Uh, Sean McKinney is going to be a big pitcher for Lockport and can easily go out and shut people down. Watch Ken West. I love Dom Schmidt at Ken West. He's already been a staple down in in there. He's produced already. I think he's hitting four eighty already through the beginning of the year. You're making Francis sick right, right. now <laughs> with a three and one record on the mound. Um Niagara Falls, you can never count them out. And they're supposed to be in a rebuilding uh year, but yet they're gonna be competitive. Well, he's got pitching still. Trevor Janice, um Robert G G and Giancar- Giancar- I'm gonna butcher the <laughs> name, but, <laughs> <Yeah>, but <laughs> Rob Mar- 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 <laughs> out there, both of those two are pitchers that are going to be on the mound. And then my team that I've picked from the beginning of the year, because I think they are the deepest when it comes to a pitching staff. Niagara Wheatfield, you cannot count anything that Niagara wheatfields going to do. Uh, led by the pitching staff of Tom Peltier, who's going to be going to Canisius. Um, I love their pitching staff. I believe that once we get into the four, five, six games in a week, he's got the deepest pitching staff that's going to be able to take him to what would be, in essence, a championship. But the thing you've got to watch out for, Tony, and I keep saying it, it's the year of the pitcher. Right? Right. Every team seems to have a pitcher out there that can shut you down. Ken East, Aiden Bulva. there's a kid right there that could go in and cause damage. Right, North Tonawanda, already off to a fast start with some of their young pitchers with some big upsets right now already. So you can never count anybody out in that division. And then Grand Island. When are not even talking about Grand Island, who always is a staple out there when it comes to... Uh, when Santori's comes to their...
4: got a program going
3: Absolutely. on. Absolutely. So you can see top to bottom there is. But what I keep saying, and I can't preach it enough, watch it. You're going to see upsets all season. And the biggest reason for those upsets are because of... The one pitcher that every single team seems to have and could shut you down at any time.
4: Okay, how about uh, an N.O.
3: So, Niagara Orleans do not. So, first of all, again, another stacked over there. My team right now, early on, that you've got to pick would be Medina. I love the way that they are actually, again, built the same way Niagara Weefield is—a deep staff. But you can't count out some of these other teams. Look at right now what what uh, Wilson brings. Look at what Ian Evans right now is doing on the mound, right? A commit to Elon University. Phenomenal pitcher out there, and he's already shutting down some big games that are out there. Look at Roy Hart. Charlie Brunning for Roy Hart. He is going to keep you in any single game. If that kid can go out there and pitch. He's going to be up there, and he'll be uh, looked at for postseason honors himself. And then you can't count out Akron. Or Albion, two strong teams that are going to be out there that have multiple players that are going to be looked at too. I'm telling you, it's, it's wide open in those two divisions, but watch what they're going to be able to bring. And I, I really believe that we're going to be excited to see what it brings both divisions. I love it.
4: I absolutely love it. Love parity in any sport. Roger, we're talking softball today, and as we mentioned, we have Rich Matson from Hamburg Softball, and I see that you have your Hamburg jersey on. Showing a little favoritism in studio, Roger. and I live in the Swit-
5: district, Anthony, and this is a gift from uh, Bridget Hogan. Remember that name, Michelle, way yeah. back in 2013, I believe, were the state champions.
4: And by the way, thanks for making me feel old when we talk about Michelle when she played uh, for Will South. And it uh, seems like just yesterday we had Will Southend studio.
5: 2006 state champs, 2004 state champs. Uh, is this the year that uh, you avoid uh, Brackport if we uh, win the section? Nope. <laughs> so you got to go through Brackport again to win the state champion?
2: Yeah, reverse the curse.
5: I hope so. Uh,
4: <laughs> well, let's get into previewing uh, softball. That's why we have our two coaches here uh, Get. Are you trashing the studio already? You can't take this guy anywhere. I have to bring in a garbage plate just to calm him down. Uh, Raj.
5: Now you're talking.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Let's start off with Monsignor Martin. Uh, You follow softball as close as anyone out there. Uh, Get us up to date on what's going on uh, with uh, Monsignor Martin.
5: Well, so should we still give St. Mary's their just to, even though uh, Kevin opted to go to uh, Florida? Well, yeah, I guess we kind of should because we are friends. Uh, I believe St. Mary's of uh, Lancaster is the team to beat. Uh, Maggie Kellner, their catcher, uh, I won't say she was a well-kept secret, but the problem is a year ago she wasn't even the best catcher in Lancaster because uh, Lancaster Legends had uh, uh, Cannon, who is now at uh, UB, uh, doing real well. Uh, yeah. Michelle, anytime you want to chime in on catchers, that's your specialty of specialties. So, uh, uh Olivia Kincannon now at UB uh, Katie Bish I believe is their shortstop
2: Katie Bish is their shortstop yes we actually played St. Mary's of Lancaster and Kellner uh, behind the dish I mean she's their top hitter and behind the dish she threw out our fastest runner so she's the real deal um, Katie Bish too one of their best hitters also um, she's going to Princeton next year so, wow. yeah, yeah, so they <laughs> are isn't that low. kind
5: of overdoing it Anthony I mean yeah. come yeah show off <laughs>
2: But great girls. I mean, not just great athletes, but also great students and just class acts.
5: Not sure if anybody can really challenge them in Monsignor Martin. Uh, Mount St. Mary's has a few players. Uh, Sacred Heart, uh, they're arguably what would have been their best uh, players opted not to return to Sacred Heart. That's the Fasilari girl, who is a pretty good catcher in her own right. I believe she is now at Lockport. She is Either, on the roster. Is it definitely Lockport? I've heard Newfane and Starpoint. I know it's greater Lockport. So, uh, Monsignor Martin, I would say it's uh, the only team that could really beat St. Mary's of Lancaster, in my opinion, is St. Mary's of Lancaster. Although Narden will give you an argument with... Uh, the Je- D. Pasquale girl is their pitcher. She's going D1 someplace. She's going to UMass.
2: Jesse D. Pasquale is going to the University of Massachusetts. She's very good. Um, they just played Orchard Park, who's one of the, you know, Orchard Park is the top or the second large school as of last week, and um, they won 1-0 because, you know, they're just a, a tough team with Jesse De Pasquale in the mound. So if they only score one run, she's got to be doing something right.
5: That's You know, she's like the goaltender in uh in hockey, Anthony, if she's on, she's almost unhittable. She was, I believe, the uh, Monsignor Martin MVP a year ago. So uh, they're the ones most likely. But uh, to me, if uh, St. Mary's Lancaster brings their A game, they're the best team in Monsignor Martin. I, I, that is my opinion. I think I'd
1: tell you, Nichols does have a good pitcher, two good pitchers in Megan Kite and uh, Mia Evans. So Kite threw against us last week in that tournament. We only beat her two to nothing. But she, if she's on, she could give St. Mary's a run for the money also, too. They've got a pretty solid team, some pretty good hitters over there, too. And I was able to see that, the, the Narden orchard Park game also. And, uh, yeah, Jess was thrown very well. And Megan threw well against us, too. I think we only got three or four hits off
4: of her. Francis?
0: Yeah, and Megan Kite actually, I found out, um, got accept. She's going to be playing in, um, I forget, international tournament with Team Britain in Canada. She got – yeah, she made a team. If I can – I'll have it to you after the break. I'll get you what exactly it is. But she's going to be playing for the Red, White, and Blue for Britain in Canada this summer.
3: Whoa!
5: (laughs) Red, White, and Blue for Britain in Canada. Uh, Yeah, get back to me on that one. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. All right, Raj. So, uh, you
4: know, what Tom talked about with baseball, the year of the pitching, are we looking at that same in softball?
5: Well, absolutely. We have some teams out there with some pretty good uh, hitters. Uh, uh, I will get to uh, one of uh, Michelle's arch rivals pretty soon when we talk about Class A and all that. But, uh, yeah, the key is pitching. You know, all your top players, besides pitchers, will usually play, uh, what, catcher or shortstop, unless they're a left-handed thrower where they usually end up either at first base or in the outfield. But, uh, no, pitching, every one of the teams that we're going to talk about and I'm sure you wanna know what our best chances are up at uh, Moreau Park and Glen Falls and
4: uh, I cheated before you got here. June
5: fifteenth. Uh, <laughs> pitching is pitching is the key and the teams that I have in mind have more than one really good pitcher. Either one really, really good pitcher or two or three above average line outstanding pitchers.
4: Well, we're going to talk about one of the teams when we come back from the break. Uh, i give you a hint. Uh, it's located in Williamsville, and I understand they're quite loaded. So we'll have all of that and more softball talk. On the other side of the break, you're listening to Inside High School Sports on WGR Sports Radio 550. <laughs> We're back. You're listening to Inside High School Sports on WGR Sports Radio 550. Sal Capaccio coming up next at 11. He's at Buffalo Sports. A lot of draft talk. You're going to make sure you keep it locked here on WGR Sports Radio 550. Find out. Try to. Get inside the heads of the Buffalo Bills, see what they're going to do, the draft. I know my son's excited. He can't wait until Thursday. All right, we're talking softball here, and we have uh, Rich Matson from uh, Hamburg Softball and Michelle Switzer from Will North Softball. Uh, Raj, before the break, you were getting us caught up in Monsignor Martin. Uh, what about uh, ECIC, which has one team that is so loaded it's almost not fair?
5: Well, that would be uh, ECIC two. We are talking about that's uh, Rich's uh, uh, ECIC league in there. And so, uh, Rich, uh, tell us about the teams that have the best chance of challenging Will East because Will East is a powerhouse.
1: Will East, I think, currently has five players that are uh, um, committed to Division One. He's got a solid team. He's got two solid pitchers with uh, Summer and the Leone girl. A good infield. Who's going to challenge them? I hope I do. I mean, I've got a very good. Um, For some reason, team. I thought
5: you might say that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, just a kind of, gut feeling, Rich. You know, I, I would like to. You know, Chris and I are good friends, so I, I would really like to. You know, beat him this year, um, whether our friendship or you know, we're friends or not. Um, I have a solid pitcher in Beth Aberhart. She's she throws very well. I have a very good um, young. I have an older team and kind of a younger team. I've, I'm starting uh, first game against Star Point. I started three sophomores and a freshman, and we played Star Point. They hit the ball and did very. Very well I've not seen anybody else West Seneca East Amherst we bought the rains really affecting us so looking at their rosters I know who their players are who their top players are um, like at West Seneca East, you've got the tsunami kid who plays shortstop you got first behind the plate at uh, uh, Will South you have uh, the Graz girl that throws for them and you got they've got a very good catcher too um, and Cruz, who hits the ball very well. Not familiar with too many of the girls with the, on the Amherst roster um, at all. I believe uh, Mike graduated a lot of girls, like I'm going to this year. I have eight seniors. Um, Starpoint, um, the Griggs girls, very good girl, very good players. Joe does a great job out there with with that team. Uh, we've already beaten them once, and hopefully when we get together, we beat them again. Can um, I give a
5: real quick shout to one of the girls on the uh, Starpoint team? Julia Butel, sister of our good friend Nate Butel. She's a junior what pitcher first baseman. I uh, just wanna make sure we mention her cool. name. Yeah. Uh, uh about your team. You're missing one key player. I'm this missing pitch-
1: I'm missing Maddie Ross, who's I, I my personal opinion she is the best catcher in Western New York. She's not playing this year due to an ACL injury that occurred last summer.
5: She's a junior, is that correct? No, Maddie's a senior. Oh wow! She'll Where be attending uh,
1: Canisius College college on a scholarship. Wow! Slow uh, down, next
5: Rich. <laughs> you guys are going too fast for me.
1: Yep. So you know, losing Maddie um, as a player on the field. She's a team leader still off the field. Um, helping out at practices, working with the girls. Her attitude is so positive. Um, even though with the injury, she wants the girls to do well. Um, she helps out with her coaching. She's you know she helps calls pitches, works with our new catcher Bree Um She's a big loss, um, and but we, and we we miss her as a player. But she's we're glad that she's there um, with the team.
4: Okay, do uh, I move on to ECIC one?
5: Yeah, we should move on. Uh- Somebody in the studio might have a thing or two to say. Uh, Maybe, yeah. Uh, Michelle Switzer, coach at Will North, had a brilliant last week and a half, has knocked off some pretty good teams and have uh, made a statement that uh, they will be there near the end. Uh, they've already beaten Orchard Park once, who I thought Orchard Park might be uh, arguably uh, the favorite, at least a preseason favorite in uh, ECIC 1. Well, Will North has made that statement and then something they thought of that go ahead michelle
2: yeah well you just never know with our ecic one it's really anybody's game Um, last year orchard park they were first in ecic one the whole year and then got knocked off by lancaster lancaster ended up winning the section when they were down low that year and then we won the section the year before that after being lower in the league so you just never know and that's the tough thing about ecic one it's everyone's competitive everyone's got top players so Yeah, I mean, Orchard Park, even though we beat them the first time, you know, we don't take them lightly whatsoever because we know they've got a lot of really good talent and they are well coached. Um, They have Liz Liss in the circle. Uh, She's a senior this year, and she is dynamite. Um, They have Megan Geis also in the circle who does a great job. She also plays third base. Sydney Balecki is a shortstop. She's going to UB next year. Phenomenal. She's a lefty. She's the triple threat. She can hit, bunt, slap.
5: I'm glad you mentioned her because last year with the three seniors that, uh, you know, went to the three little three schools, what, Stewart, Kayla Raymond, and uh, Wozniak? Vozniak, oh, yeah. uh, Raj. Vozniak, excuse me. Uh, thanks for helping me out on those Polish names, Anthony. I really appreciate it. Uh, I thought a year ago Sidney Bielecki was arguably Orchard Park's best player. If there was an unsung hero and most underrated player of the year throughout Western New York a year ago, I might have pit, picked Sidney Bielecki And Straight they got Jaden Switek. Their first seven batters, there's not an easy out, and well, in the whole lineup, there's actually not an easy out. So. If uh, they can bring their A game, they can beat anybody. and
2: Absolutely. And then there's Lancaster, who won the section last year. They're always good. Do they um, have a lot returning? No, they, they, they lost returning. quite
5: a bit. Okay, that's, why yeah, that's what they, I thought. They, they, they just and they were, their, they're, they're that close to the state team that beat them in the Far West Regionals. Did they not win the state?
2: Uh, Victor won the state championship. We had played them last what year, What was it, 3-1,
5: to one, I think they beat... Uh, Lancaster in the Far West Regional. That's how close Lancaster could have been to a state champion a year right. ago.
2: Yeah. Um, they only have their shortstop, Samantha Marts returning. She's going to Edinburgh. However, um, you know, they're always – they just have that high turnover rate, but they're always very competitive. Um, Clarence, they're going to be a big contender this year. They have two pitchers in the circle that are dynamite, averaging like at least 10 strikeouts a game. Leah Victor and Julianne Bolton, um, phenomenal pitchers and they also have hitters um, and they're hitters the two pitchers are great hitters and then there's Haley Marlowe and Allie Klinowski, which are excellent hitters for them um, my team in particular we're loaded with senior leadership we have seven seniors and I'm telling you like each one of them could be captains um, starting off with like my catcher Abby Vincent she's behind the plate four-year starter she's going to the University of Buffalo next year and playing softball Phenomenal hitter. Um, She's got three home runs for us already and can frame the ball. Great leader behind the plate. She's calling our games, doing amazing. Um, Abby Hinckley in left field, she's going to Pitt Bradford um, playing softball there. Anna Brand is a shortstop for us, four-year starter. Um, Brings a lot of leadership there.
5: You said uh, your catcher, she actually calls the pitches?
2: She does, yeah. I'm all about catchers calling their own games. Oh, gee, I can't imagine where that
5: came from. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I'm glad I like to see that more, uh, uh, especially if they have aspirations to go on to the next level and all that. Uh, But you, of all people, being a a catcher can appreciate that. Now, I'm sure you and her have conversations uh, before the game as to, what you're going to do with this batter, that batter, and that batter. But after that, she's on her own and it's her show?
2: Yeah, I mean, if I see something, I'll get her attention, tell her, or give her some ideas after an inning. We'll talk about some things that you know I'm seeing versus what she's seeing. Um, but I trust her. I mean, she is smart. She can hit the ball inside, outside, change-ups. I mean, she is just, whether it's defensively, offensively, just a true leader. Um, we have Dani Stephanie. She's our first baseman. She's really come on hot this year. She plays for the New Jersey Intensity, a high-level travel organization, and she's just pounding the ball. Ellie um, Mac- Macon at third base. She's a senior this year and a huge leader for us. Um, Sarah Pargek, she's in the circle for us. She throws heat. She throws in the 60s and is really doing a good job this year locating the ball. She's only a sophomore, but you know she can hit that inside mark. She can hit the outside, and she's got a nice little changeup as well. Um, and in the outfield, we have speed. We have uh, Maddie Farber in center field, Jordan Cooper in right field. And then um, rounding out our defense is Samantha, or Sammy Spokane at second base. So pretty a lot of leadership with us, um, but not to be outdone by Frontier. I mean, they've got a lot of leadership on their team as well. Um, Olivia Weller, from Ed- she's going to go to Edinburgh next year. She's a catcher. Um, Anna Johnston going to Geneseo. Rachel Prisbish, Going to Pitt Bradford and then Fiona Higgins, which is a pitcher who's a really good pitcher for them. She's going to go to Oswego next year. Um, Also,
5: we should, while we're talking about Frontier, uh, she should be back for the late season in the playoffs. uh, But uh, one of Nate Butel's signees, Kennedy Izzo, who's going to go to end-trip to play basketball and softball for Nate Putel. Right now she's recovering from mono. She should be back by the uh, end of the season and the playoffs. That's going to be huge for Frontier. Very good hitter and uh, quality outfielder. All right, let's
4: jump into ECIC 3.
5: ECIC 3. Let's see, is that the Lakeshore or are they? That's Lakeshore. McCoy, DePue, Iroquois, very surprised. I thought it would be a down year for them with uh, Planka graduating and all that. Somebody forgot to tell Iroquois that. Well, they, they are, are playing real the well. Simon girl.
1: The Simon girl throws good.
5: Yeah. yeah. So-
2: Olivia Simon played for me um, for travel team one year. And she is, I'm telling you, she is a gamer. She can hit, she can pitch, she can do it all. And they have um, like Maya Braun, who's on their team. They have just, like, I mean, you go down their lineup, Rachel Yaks, catcher. I don't know if she's catching for them this year. She might be playing first base. Um, but they can hit the ball. So they are always going to be that contender for them. And, and that, that
5: scrimmage Lakeshore, too. They were a pretty good hitting team. I was just going to say, yeah. and Lakeshore beat them handily, I believe. Uh, and uh, if I'm not mistaken, at least the early Lakeshore games I went, they were playing without Maddie Tempsky, who was – down in Florida with the band playing in one of those things, so she missed like those games at North Collins, that they played against. Uh, oh, who was it? Was it Chautauqua? I think they might have had a game against either Chautauqua they, Lake or yeah, North they played, Collins. Uh, I
1: think they did something at North Collins between them, North Collins and Chautauqua Lake. And they got the Chaplin kid too. It's a pretty good ball player too. She's she's their center fielder at Lakeshore. So I know
5: their coach is quite excited about their chances, especially when Matty Tempsky comes back, because it's, what cleanup hitter, catcher, slash first baseman. That's not the easiest thing in the world and replace and Uh and but yeah, Iroquois, very impressive. Uh post brook Planka and somebody forgot to tell them that uh they won't be as good without Planka. They're playing real well. And then uh ECIC four uh begins and ends with Eden, obviously. On paper, Eden looks good. Three pitchers, Anthony, if uh, pitcher number one or pitcher 1A uh, are not having such a great game, they can come up with pitcher 1B. And the three we're talking about is uh, a senior, Maddie Woodard, and two sophomores, uh, Caitlin Schmitz and uh, Marissa Calloway, all of them in the circle, all of them can hit. Uh, If there's a weakness in their lineup, it might be at the bottom of the lineup, so... uh, Every other inning, though, they should be a force, if nothing else. There's and no
1: reason they shouldn't sweep through that division without a problem.
5: Absolutely, and as far as going into the playoffs, of course, they're Class B, too, if I'm not mistaken. So they will eventually have to go through, you know, to get to the Far West Regionals, probably Oleann as well as Royhard. Those two look like, uh, to me, if they can get by those two schools, there's no stopping them, and I'm talking all the way to Moreau Park.
1: I saw Olean play last week and they look Dan Burks has got a nice team out there. Very good team.
2: Very well coached, always. He does a great job, and he takes them down south over break, so they'll be ready once they come back for sure.
5: Uh, that's just about to touches ECI ECIC. Yeah, Not too four. familiar with uh, Niagara Orleans. I assume Roy Hart is gonna just walk through Niagara Orleans. Akron should do well. Akron always does well. Okay.
1: And then you got the NFL too with Ken West. Yeah, you know, congratulations to Matt Shemer for winning his 400, 400th varsity softball game uh, a couple weeks ago too. That was uh that was in the Buffalo News. I read that from Matt. But you got Ken West, Niagara Wheatfield drops down to R goes to A one for the Sectionals. Like,
2: Thankfully. Well I wasn't so, aware of that. Yeah, I thought yeah, they, they were just dropped a. down to yeah, so going A one
1: for sectionals. So we're gonna have Ken West is with us for sectionals. So our bracket for Class is, A is a war. It's yeah. gonna A1's gonna be whoever survives
5: tough. out of there. Like I say, you got a bunch of teams. Probably arguing to challenge uh, Will East, because to me, the only team that can beat Will East is Will East, in my opinion, if they bring their A game. Well, you got
0: Niagara-Weekfield, and you talk about they have three captains with, I think, a combined 13 years varsity experience, and you still, right. beyond right. that, you still have Michaela Milville, a lot of pitching, you have a lot of experience on that team, and they were very close to beating Lancaster in the AA final last year, yeah, they so they're going to give Will East a fight. <laughs>
2: Mackenzie Quieter um, leads them as well. She's a pitcher, and she also can smash the ball, too. So they're always a great team.
3: You know, you got to remember, too, one game. It's Again, one game. Pitcher, Sick, you coaltender. just told me about multiple people that can go onto the mound and throw 60 miles an hour, right, which is the mark where you're looking at and you're going, okay, <laughs> there's something that she's going to bring. You get shut down that one game, that's all it takes to be able to do.
2: Absolutely. How many like, Rod, times have I told
3: you that? Yeah, How many exactly. times have
5: I told you it's not the best out of three; it's single elimination.
4: All right, on that, let's take a break. Then we'll come back one last segment. Uh, pick on, uh, you know, pick up and get us updated on any other teams that we've missed. Don't forget, Sal Capaccio is live at Buffalo Sports. He will be talking draft talk. That's coming up next at eleven o'clock with Sports Talk Saturday on WGR Sports Radio five fifty. Welcome back. One last segment of Inside High School Sports. I'd like to take this time to wish everybody a happy Easter on behalf of all the guys here. Uh, before the break, we're getting uh, we're wrapping up. Uh, we've gone through the ECICs. Raj, we've got Niagara Frontier League, and uh, Niagara Orleans. Uh, let's kind of wrap up uh, the last segment with uh, teams we haven't gotten to yet.
5: Okay, I'm at the mercy of uh, Francis over here as far as the Niagara Frontier League. Uh, up, north, uh, way up north, way up north, uh, Niagara-Orleans, uh, Rich mentioned Akron, who should be able to give uh, Roy Hart a challenge. I think the, up there it goes through Roy Hart. And the only person I'm familiar with as far as the Niagara Frontier League would be playing out at Lockport, used to play at Sacred Heart, and that is Gina Fasilari, a really good catcher. he's
0: going to Canisius.
1: Going already to already Canisius. Committed. Go
5: graphs. So can you just
1: get uh, Maddie, Ross, and Gina next year?
5: Yeah, and uh, isn't there a few of the others, if I'm not mistaken. There's quite a Yankees say, Anthony, you don't hear too much about it, but the demographic in western New York that's probably as successful as any is girls softball. If you use people going D1 to play, uh, you know, to go to the next level, is softball as well as any of the Boys or Girls Sports in Western New York.
4: Well, it's great that the scholarships are there for them. That's what is, is exciting.
5: Exactly. Uh, even if they do end up at Canisius like some people. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> hey. <no>. Had <laughs> oh. <laughs> to get that one. Hey, I'm grad. Michelle, I'm a Niagara grad. I had to throw that dig in there. Oh, uh, Raj, I'm a
3: Canisius grad, too. You know, to talk Niagara again, again, I don't mean to switch to baseball real quick, but have you guys seen what Max Giordano has done up at Niagara as a freshman to help that team out right now? Making a huge impact up at Niagara. Max Giordano from Lancaster.
4: Yeah, Lancaster. The
5: Purple You're Eagles. Stud. Quickly, Anthony, <laughs> the other two teams that I have. Oh, I'm sorry, Francis, well, go ahead. Well, if we
0: stay in Youngstown, we'll finish up Niagara Frontier. Lewiston Porter, uh, they're currently atop the NFL. Uh, they, of course, have Riley Crum, who's a big basketball player as well, on the mound um kenmore east is in a bit of a rebuilding year gabrielle vasi is on it's the, hurting him to say that <laughs> the, she's on the mound they also have this middle schooler jane riley who was probably the best seventh grader last season um you have ken west lydia serrano with the match this will be his final year at kenmore west and um that pretty much, I think that's pretty much NFL. I think that's a two-team race. If I don't know if you agree with Lewiston Porter and Niagara, no Wefield. argument there,
1: not well, at Riley all. Riley Crumb is already committed to Niagara too, Raj. Oh, yeah. So Riley <laughs> would be going to your alma mater.
5: <laughs> Ha-ha. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and <laughs> quickly down south, uh, Dunkirk, Fredonia, They're always, you know, in the picture and all that. But the two teams we have to mention. Uh, Obviously, defending uh, state champions, uh, uh, Chautauqua Lake uh, Thunder. We had Olivia. No, oh, I'm blanking on her last name. We had her in studio after they won a championship. She took time out from that tournament at uh, the Pepsi Center. Can That's I right. say Pepsi Center? I oh, I'm that. sorry, Aunt I'm Rogers. not allowed to say it anymore. <laughs> the Northtown Center, and uh, they. Uh, I think their biggest obstacle would be Portville. Carly Welty and company in Portville, uh, don't overlook them. Class D uh, North Collins lost quite a bit of uh, their uh, their players there in a rebuilding year.
4: Yeah, but they're usually aren't they normally uh, you know close to the top, if not the top.
5: Yeah, well, in Class D, like I say, and they're very well coached, very well coached. Uh, Coach Warren does a great job down there. And thanks to them and the school, a lot of the games that otherwise wouldn't be played, North Collins consents to let them use the field. Only thing missing at the North Collins field is lights, but a gorgeous facility out there. Uh, Frewsburg is playing well, but I don't know how well they're against their competition. I don't know what our chances are in Class D, Anthony. I love our chances in Class C. I really like our chances in Class A, whoever comes out of it. Class B, Eden, like I say, if they can get through Roy Hart and Olean, they could go to the promised land down at Moreau Park. And uh, Class AA, a young lady sitting next to me has proved that her team is a force to be reckoned with.
2: Well, thank you. I hope so.
5: Look at uh, you
4: mentioned uh, Victor out of Rochester and the fact that Will East what no hit them or
1: yeah I, I had the opportunity to play Victor last year in the Mudville tournament and they only knocked us they beat us four to one it was a really quality game until like uh, later in the innings had a couple shots a couple you know double or triple that knocked in uh, a couple of those runs but Will East is is just
4: um, very good. Is Victor the best out of the Rochester?
2: I will say that last year, Victor won the Class AA championship um, for the States. And we had played them during the year. We played them the year before in the regional championship. They beat us. Um, you know, probably wasn't our best game. But last year when we played them in a tournament up in Victor, they they were really good. They were legit. They had probably the top pitcher in Class AA, I would say, last year. And she was only a sophomore. Now, I don't know, you know, Williamsville East has a great team and they beat them six nothing and no hit them. I mean that's really impressive. That's saying something. Yeah. yeah I
4: think you're making a statement there.
2: And I'll you just know, mention two, like two a few, I'm sorry. I'll mention a few of the other players in Williamsville East. Um, Abby Stellaract, they she plays for the New Jersey Intensity and so does Ella Weslowski. Those are both Two top catchers in our area, and, and Ella's only an eighth. an eighth grader. Ella's in eighth yeah. grade, and wow. um, Abby she'll play second base for them. Sometimes she plays the outfield. They have Rachel Stefan at first base. Summer Christy Clark,
5: Mack. who's a D one commit, is only a sophomore. Yep. Yeah. And
2: then you have Leonie, Summer Clark. I mean, like literally, Christy they have Mack. probably six girls that are playing are gonna play D one softball or could play D1 softball. I mean, that is pretty much unheard of on any team.
4: That's amazing. Uh, we're uh, Traditionally, this is a break for uh, most of the schools. Are there any uh, tournament games or scrimmage games coming up where teams are trying to get something in before uh, we restart?
2: So we just got out of the uh, Jerry Gettner Memorial Tournament, so that was something that led up until break. I believe Depew is doing their tournament again this year. I'm not involved with that. Neither
1: am I. I'm going, to, I'm going to Mudville again this year in May.
2: Yeah, me. we're going to go up to Victor again for a doubleheader. We'll play Eden. We'll play Victor. So that'll be a good test to see what we've got and what we're made of. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we've tried to get in a lot of our non-league games now because every day, you know, for the next three weeks, we're going to be playing something when there's nice weather out.
1: And, and we have a lot of girls. I like to have 17 girls on break right now with their families. And I set up a scrimmage with DePue for the 27th to get back into playing again because we open up again on Monday, the 29th it's Will South. So if We're going
5: to have rain. Let's have it this week as most yeah. of the schools are off.
4: And then you guys get uh, get to deal with the proms and who's going to be available. Oh. Uh, who's no? Sorry, coach, I can't make it. I'm going to get fitted for a dress we or whatever. You that like
2: the plague. Well,
4: <laughs> the
1: Hamburg prom is well, well after the season, so I don't have to I have to worry about that.
4: Well, I remember Rogers brought up stories many years past of uh, you know the changing uh, after the game
5: <laughs> Niagara Wheatfield. They had their prom Friday night. Their parents drove them whenever they got home from the prom for 9 o'clock game well, aside Saturday that, morning. at uh, That was at Queensbury, I believe, that year. Williamsville East
2: the- happened to them last year. You know, it's every year, and it's so sad that they, that they have this because I think it's such a disadvantage for these girls to have to choose between the prom and states. And obviously, I would probably choose states, but I'm not like every other girl on a high school team. And, you know, for Williamsville East last year in their state championship – losing one nothing, coming so close, or not last year, I guess it was two years ago or three years ago. Two years ago. Two years ago. Um, and to have that, oh, it's such a disadvantage. And it's, you know, you think about like, well, could we have if you had all your girls right. there the night before? It's just an unfortunate thing for them to have to decide between.
4: Well, I hope it works out uh, best for everyone. And uh, coaches, good luck to you guys the rest of the way. Thank, thank you. Thank you for spending you. some time with us. Mark Quell, it was great to see you this morning. Derek Kramer, thank you for producing. Don't forget, uh, Sal is up next. He's at Buffalo Sports. A lot of draft talk right here on WGR Sports Radio 550.